When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. And this is Rita Cosby joining the great John Katsimatidis here on Cats at Night. We continue in our studio here with Judge Richard Weinberg, also former Congressman Peter King, Ed Cox, and Rudy Washington. And of course, one of the other big stories today, everybody, boy, is this an action-packed day, John, is uh, the Chinese balloon and word that now U.S. has been tracking it since it was in China. So they had tons of time to shoot it down. Joining us now to talk about all of this and to add to this is Dr. Sky Steve Cates, astronomer and also TV personality. Uh, Dr. Sky, fill us in on what you know. Well, good evening, Rita, and good to be back on Cats at Night. And hello to all your studio guests and listeners. We find out, Rita, that breaking news coming to us from the Washington Post yesterday, an article stating that Chinese surveillance balloon facilities have actually been identified by space, you know, satellite surveillance. And the story goes on to talk about one of the locations on China's island known as Hainan. Many people describe that large island, the largest island in China, as a tropical paradise. But that's also conducive, according to the article, that this may be a really conducive place to launch these type of balloons. But Rita, a second location was identified in Mongolia. It has an interesting name called Dorbad Banner. And both of these facilities are well-equipped not only to launch and facilitate these type of satellite, you know, the surveillance balloons, I should say. It's a fascinating story. And also I have some other information, too, about what was the shoot down on Super Bowl Sunday with the F-16s over Lake Huron. The story just gets better and better. But, Rita, this is breaking news to all of us. But I'm hoping, I'm sure that everybody would agree, that I'm hoping our NSA and our other military uh, facilities have been watching this for so long. But at least it shows a point in location where this may be coming from. Yeah, it also shows an aptitude that he, that, you know, the president l- let it go. I mean, they could have clearly have seen it, obviously, is what you're saying. Tell us, I mean, just geographically, Dr. Sky, clearly it went over a lot of ocean space now. Absolutely. And again, one of the reasons for the Hainan location that they selected, you know, very accurately and scientifically is that many of the winds that may come out of that part of the world are conducive to what we call the jet stream travel And also, the other location, as mentioned before, in Mongolia, they have surface winds or high-altitude winds that can push these balloons higher up into the atmosphere. But you're right. Why did we let this balloon surveil us for so long? That's a story that we'll probably never know. Doctor, do you believe believe the narrative? I mean, when something like that happens, instantly our executive, in my case, it would have been Rudy, he would have called everybody together and... That information, if it was not known at the very time they launched the balloon and started heading our way, somebody's head would roll. So I don't believe the, I don't believe the narrative completely. I, no, I don't either. And really, I wanted to comment on this, too. I've mentioned this on other programs here on WABC that apparently one reason not to defend the Biden administration at all, I think they should have taken action quicker, is that we have big assets in the sky. Some of these so-called secret spy planes of ours, they're called the U2Rs. They're called Dragon Ladies. And reliable sources like Tyler Rogaway from, you know, the war zone, 
he's been depicting this, and this is what basically had happened. Uh, uh, those particular U-2Rs could actually fly above these balloons, and they helped to jam some of the transmissions on these. They're very sophisticated platforms. Uh, Steve uh, Cates, yes. uh, the other thing was uh, our government said that the other ones that were shot down are not Chinese and uh, maybe something else. Any idea what the heck uh, our own government is talking about? Well, sure, John. I wanted to highlight the Huron story, Lake Huron, a little bit more. Two F-16s were dispatched from the 148th Fighter Wing. They were launched out of Madison, Wisconsin. And two other military assets, a KC-135 tanker aircraft out of Pittsburgh and one E-3 AWACS radar aircraft from Oklahoma, probably Tinker Air Force Base, they joined in the incident. But here's the strange part about this. The F-16 pilots claimed to have some difficulty describing the object in the sky. They called it octagonal, blackish, but shiny, and noted that it had some kind of strings attached. So even Defense Secretary Austin said that these objects, the particular Lake Huron one, the one over Alaska and Canada, were distinctly different. But our aircraft, the F-16s, as we know, shot two AIM-9X missiles at it. One missed, we heard, and they actually decommissioned this target at 20,000 feet. But here's the good news, but we'll probably never know this for sure. Those F-16s that were dispatched have advanced active electronic scanning array radars, lots to, lot to say. And they also have infrared and video capability. So somewhere, somebody's got the details. But, John, unlike many out there, this is a total unbelievable story because these three objects are so different. And even the encounter over Alaska with a similar type of strange cylindrical object, octagonal, it allegedly interfered with the radar systems and other sophisticated electronics on these aircraft. This is an amazing story, and we're going to continue to dig deeper into it as we go on. Well, Steve Cates, we talk every Sunday on the Cats Roundtables. Uh, stay in touch, and let's uh, let's see what else we find out, because there's more to this story than we all know about. And I don't know what the heck is going on. Yesterday, and I announced yes. it yesterday, we met with the... I met with the uh, Chinese, one of the Chinese presidents. I'm sure there's 38 of them, you know? Yeah, that was a big and, meeting, uh, John. That was a big meeting. And, and they were most concerned, the Chinese president I met with was most concerned on the 419 to zero vote in Congress. Uh, knowing that everybody was against China, yeah, basically. Yes, yes. And he's trying, to make, he's trying to make friends. Uh, Steve Cates, thank you so much, and we'll catch up with you again real soon. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.